Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jared Wright Podcast. Today, I have Rob and Sam Woods representing their business, their passion, their ministry, Kingdom Hustle. How you guys appreciate y'all coming on today, man? I really do. Um, so we're going to get right into it. So um, so today we decided that we're going to talk about marriage and ministry. So and, and the reconciliation and things like that that you guys kind of have been through. So hopefully you guys can shine some light on some things uh, to help out some, some couples and just help out entrepreneurs um, like yourself. So um, I guess let's go into like when y'all met. Like did y'all meet? I know y'all been y'all been together for like forever <laughs> like, like like i feel like i feel like y'all are like like thing one and thing two like i like if i see him i know sam is there and if i see sam i know rob is there so when did you guys meet bethel ame matter uh, 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 a church a, a yeah. church okay yeah. Yeah, a church yes yeah, so as children as children we met the funny thing is I remember his parents, but I don't remember him. And so <laughs> I remember his parents. I remember, you know, whatever. I don't know. But anyway, long story short, they used to have this thing. What do they used to call it? The debutante? Not, not the debutante, but they used to do like this ceremony in the AME church where they used to take little children and they used to have a mock wedding ceremony. Okay. And so you okay. would have like a bride and groom and all that kind of stuff. And Hold we on, actually, wait, wait, wait. Tell me, they, yeah. got, they got kids playing house at, and and yes, like, it was like a lesson. Okay, let, let me be clear. I don't. This part of the story I've never heard before. I don't even know where this is coming from. <laughs> yeah, that's not. True. I have no idea where this is. No, from. this is a Jared Wright yeah, podcast I knew, exclusive. I knew, <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew what my mother said. I didn't know what the context was yes. that she said it in. So I'm trying to speed up. I'm trying to take, like, you know, Hold on, wait, wait, time out, because this is so exclusive. He didn't even know this happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, yes. So that's what happened. I can't believe he didn't know that. But anyhow, um, yes, so that's how we met. I actually was the bride. He was the groom. And his mother said that that one day we would be married wouldn't it be something if these two got married, got married one, day. one day got you okay and that's when we were little kids and then i'm going to take you a little bit more than he's going to finish because you know he likes to give his emphasis but speeding past all of that um debutante ball which was in the 11th grade right yes yeah, so 11th grade we were in homeroom okay at that point, yes, yes. High school chums. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I remember him from debutante, but I don't remember him before that. My mom was like, you know him. I didn't know him. Long story short, I thought he was extremely annoying because okay. he would always pick at me during, because during, and when you're in debutante, you know, there's several meetings, there's practices, you're getting together, blah, blah, blah. And so you have a partner. He had a different, he had a girlfriend at the time. I just had a friend. And um, a friend. you see how she did that? Just yeah. a friend. Oh, man. Literally, it didn't matter. Oh, <laughs> she had she had she had something going on at that time. Correct. She had she it, she was in an in an entanglement. Oh. I went through a space where I didn't like titles, so that's why I said. Oh. But anyway, you can continue from there. But that's that's how that's how. Yeah. All right, so we'll roll it out from there. So junior year. Um, now, mind you. I had I saw her. I always had eyes for her when her parents would come back for whatever like choir anniversary reunion that took place because their parents ended up leaving the church that we were at, and so I didn't see her. 
um, at all. But every time I saw her as I was growing up, you know, elementary school, early middle school, I was like, yo, she's bad. I was just, but I was so afraid to approach her just because I was just like, she lives, she's in a bubble. Like her mom's around. She's always got like mad siblings around her. Like it's an impenetrable wall that I just can't shoot through. Right. Yeah. She, it was just a lot going on. So um, junior year comes. Uh, I'm dating someone at the time. She's in the debutante ball and every rehearsal, every practice, we end up next to each other. And I'm just joking, laughing, just picking at her because that was my way of at least making it okay to look in her direction without staring awkwardly. Got you. Right? Got you. And so that happens. <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah, man. Just try to interact by any means necessary. So junior year, that happens. Senior years, the cotillion. Uh, again, I'm, I'm in an entanglement. With someone at the time, always <laughs> man, man, I was caught up. Always, caught always up. unavailable. Listen, ladies, when you're young, don't hit, don't, don't get tired. Oh my gosh, it's not wisdom hour yet. Let me finish the story <laughs> so we can go on with the interview. Jeez. So senior senior year comes comes and goes, and after cotillion, I didn't. She wasn't my partner. She was my homeboy's partner, and I did that strategically because I didn't want her to dance with anybody else or be a partner with anybody else. So I worked out a deal. With um with my, with my buddy Chris, who ended up being one of my best men in the wedding, um, okay. in 2010, and so they're they they're in yeah they're partners. So it's the night of Cotillion. Cotillion's over. We're at the Marstown Diner. Everybody's there, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, oh my gosh, it's senior year. Summertime's coming. I don't know where she's going to school. I'm staying in state, like. Doc, you're gonna have to shoot your shot because you don't you have absolutely no idea where this chick's gonna be for the next four years. So we're leaving, we're in the parking lot. You're familiar with the Marshall. Of chick. course. You say like this queen. I don't like chick. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You can I finish my side of the story? Thank you so much. <laughs> and so we're in the parking lot. You're familiar with the Marshall Diner. Of course. Yeah. We're in the parking lot. And her car happened to be parked next to mine. Mm. Now I'm getting ready to take um Somebody home. I was taking somebody home. Girl, okay. tell it, tell it. Need a ride. I was being a friend. Anyways, you're being a gentleman. Thank you, thank you, Jerry. Being a the king. Jerry Look at that. He was being wisdom a king. <laughs> He's expanding in, in knowledge and wisdom. Look at that. Anyways, so her car is parked next to mine. But this particular night, she's not driving her car. Her friend is driving the car, and so she gets in oh, on girl. the. It was a girl. It was a girl. It was a girl. Her friend. Yeah, it's a girl. It was a girlfriend. She's on the passenger side. I'm on my driver's side, and we're standing like this close. And I'm like, Doc, you got, you have to say something. And so I said, Hey, I would love to. This is why I'm shooting my shot. Mm -hmm. This is years. These, this is years of. I like her. I like her. I like her. But I don't know what to say. So right. I was just like, All right, bump all that. We're just gonna go at. We're gonna go at it now. And I'm like, Listen, summertime is coming. I don't really know what you're doing for the summer, but or where you're going, you know, in the fall. But I would love to, you know, get your number. Let's hang out sometime. Let's chill. And she looked at me, Jared Wright. It was the longest pause I ever experienced. Because I finally got the courage to shoot my shot. Oh I shot my it. Gosh. And she responded with yes. Okay. She responded with yes. She gave me her number. And I tell you this, and this is this is the God, God honest truth. After I got her number, I called her the next day. And we've been in communication ever since. Wow. That's 2004. Wow. 
Yeah, we graduated from high school in 2004. So y'all been in communication yeah. ever since then. Since two, yeah, since once again, forever. Like 2004 <laughs> was forever ago. Yeah, like there's, there's teenagers that were born in 2005 that's like, yo, 2004. Oh. Yeah, Ouch. yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I don't think about that. Listen, man. Oh, I don't think about that. Listen, man. Like they about to be grown. Um, yeah. Okay, so y'all went ahead. Y'all been in communication, things like that. Where did you end up going to school? I ended up at CCM, County okay. College of Morris. Okay. He ended up at William Patterson. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, Willie P. Yeah. Y'all. Actually, it's funny because I actually had a boyfriend at the end of my senior year, and he told me, give me a call. We ended up talking, and on the phone call, he said, you call me back when you when you dumped oh yes 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 i forgot that part she was seeing somebody so she gave me her number while she was in an entanglement so so the day so the day the day hold on wait time about wait 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 time about time about so you just giving your number out and you got a boyfriend already yeah, he's trying to make me look a little loose in the shirt. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you. That's why I didn't say nothing. Hold on. Yeah, you you definitely went back and, and tried to make him double down on that. Mm. <laughs> Listen, Doc. So what mm. happened was that I got the number. Hey, man. Um, and we started started to talk. And, you know, you start to do your investigative work. You're talking preliminaries. So what's going on? What's the situation? It wasn't a good relationship. It was not, good, it was not a good relationship. Okay. I'm telling you this, Jared. I was very respectful. Yeah. I was very respectful. Of course you were. I was a, I was a listening ear. I wanted to hear what the what the what the oh, pain points was were. Of, he was one of them. So I was just like, all right, he dropped the ball here, here and there. I know where I don't need to drop the ball at. Those are my strengths. I can come in, save the day. And so, you know, I said, listen, I said, you got to make a decision. I don't know what you're going to do. It's the summertime. You know, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be happy. Now I had time to do this because I was working the 11 to 6 a.m., uh, 11 a.m., 11 p.m. No, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. shift at the movie theaters. I remember. So I oh, you was I old. Time. Yeah, you was. Oh. I, yeah, didn't take, I, had time. I didn't take advantage enough of that when you were working there. Um, nah, most people didn't. I, I, definitely, <laughs> I definitely did. I, I definitely dropped the ball on that. Um, yeah. all right, so 2004 happens, 2010, yeah. you already, you already threw the, the year out. You guys get married. Yeah. Right. So you guys get married. Everything is great. How was the wedding? How was the wedding was? The wedding was phenomenal. Was huge. We How? had over 250 guests over. Wow. That's at the reception. At the reception. The ceremony, oh, there was more. There's more. There's more at the wow. ceremony. There was more at the ceremony because we couldn't fit everybody at the reception hall. So yeah, it was the wedding was beautiful. Okay. Now, now let's let's talk about this just just quickly. The wedding was originally supposed to be a budget of five thousand dollars at the at the Parsippany VFW. I was trying to be kind to my parents. I was like, oh, we could just do something small and intimate. But what happened was, uh, Same we went to a friend's we went to a friend's wedding at this beautiful gala, and I was sitting there at my parents, and my dad looked at me and said, "Is this what you want your day to be like?" And I said, no, 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 don't have to worry about it. He said, this is what you want. And I said, I, I mean, I would love it. And the rest is history. We did it. Got you. So, thing was, yeah. so it was big. It was a big, 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 big celebration. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. So, it was a celebration. All right. So nobody <laughs> there, likes There are people that still talk, talk about it to this day. They were like, Woods, that is like the best wedding I've ever been to. I don't know if it was because it was the, the environment. 
or the open bar? I was gonna say the open bar. Probably yeah. both. Y'all had this. Somebody had the bag, man. Look at a dollar, bro. Like I just I don't even I don't, just, I don't even need a plate. Just give me a dollar. All right, so y'all get married 2010. Obviously, it's yeah. 2020. Um, 2020 is gonna be the year we never forget. Um, right. congratulations on 10 years. Thank you. Thank September you. Um, to tell you, man, ten, you said one day? September 3rd. September 3rd. So it was coming up. So, yes. um, 10 years, a lot could happen in 10 years, man. A lot could happen in 10 years. And you yes. guys have, have, are definitely witnesses to that. Yes. So, um, I guess let's, let's start with, let's start with your hearts of ministry. Let's start there mm -hmm. first. Okay. I always always want to start with love. We always want to start with love. So yeah, before we turn out, <laughs> right? Like we always going to start with love. So so when did you guys? I guess you guys obviously both grown up in churches. Um, when did when did you decide that the type of ministry that you guys were going to commit to? Oh, okay. Um, I felt like that was that was etched out somewhat for us early. Yeah. Um, by the the context, the ministry context that our parents were in. Mm -hmm. Okay. My father was a pastor steward. Your dad was a, a yeah. steward yeah. steward in the Amy Church, yeah. deacon in the in the Baptist denomination, deaconess, uh, choir director. Um, they just served. Like our our parents just just that's served. That's all we do know, and so. Yeah. yeah. So that that shaped that shaped our our hearts for ministry, I guess, because we, we saw, we saw them at work. And okay. obviously when you're growing up, you know, you, you become a reflection most of the time, sometimes okay. ideally, I think that's what you, you know, I can't say that's, that's for us. I can't speak for everyone. Right. And we got very heavily involved with the youth. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So the youth became a, a point. Here's the thing. When you're in a small church or a smaller ministry context, you get tapped for any and everything Okay. because you're available. And so there's two things that happen there. Either you, either your heart gets pricked to do that kind of work or you reject it and go do something entirely different. And that's probably the reason a lot of people don't really want to connect with churches because they're like, every time I go somewhere, they're asking me to do something. I just want to be uh, because either I just want to be just to be or I don't really understand what this whole faith thing is about. So I don't want to put myself in something and create this this role model that people are looking up towards. Mm -hmm. Um to to follow why we follow christ yeah i don't want and that so, i don't want that pressure i don't want that pressure yeah, that's what i'm saying it, it becomes a lot but i think for us we saw our parents go through it yeah. um so and we had a, a really good idea as to what some of those pitfalls looked like some of those mm -hmm. challenges we knew where the bodies were hit let's put it that way okay we knew where the bodies were hit gotcha. um and god and god's call on our lives outweighed the location of the bodies if that makes sense if okay. i could add to what he was saying it's kind of funny because growing up because i was very heavily involved in church all through my life growing up um before we i guess got engaged or whatever married um he had kind of uh, spoke about going into ministry but i had always told my mother after seeing how church was that i never wanted to marry a minister i said i'm not married no reverend i don't want to da, da, da. we get engaged and he's like there's a calling on my life and after we get married, a few months after we get married, he's getting his license to be a minister. God yeah. was like, God was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't care what you want. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because actually, I tell you what, man, I, I, I stopped attending church regularly, right. um, to work hospitality. 
I was I was chasing a hotel dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I was doing praise and worship. So so and, like when when you say that and I'm when like so because I'm trying to figure out the timeline of all of this stuff yeah, that's yeah. happening. So like so when. I think- when were you like not was this like after you guys got married or was this before you guys got married where you're like this is before all right this is before it yeah. was during our engagement really that he really um like he had talked about it before we got engaged a little bit it's funny because he was like he said now he stopped kind of like doing as much in the church and i actually was praying for him like i wanted to be back involved in church more i want because for me like it's because I was looking at him to potentially be my husband someday, I said I really didn't want that to be a rift, and so I was praying that he would just be present in church and come, you know, come back to church kind of thing. And all of a sudden, you know, we get engaged, and he is coming to church regularly at that. I'm coming to the church you're at. Yeah, he came started coming to the church I was at, and uh, while our engagement, he really like got. Um, in a great relationship with our with the my pastor at the time and was like there's a calling on my life and yeah we get married we're doing marriage counseling he's also working on you know getting prepared for his license get married in september in december we're having a whole uh initial sermon initial sermon mm-hmm. okay so i i yeah i mean the, so, the pinpoint the the pinpoint the year i would say it's probably around 2008 okay that i stopped going to church regularly um i was going church name is not important um Mm -hmm. but i was you know church that my parents are going to that they're members of i stopped going um i just kind of got in a a space where i was just like "Eh, i'm not really feeling this Mm -hmm. and so that's when i started spending more time investing more time and resources and trying to develop a a career in the hospitality space okay yeah. All right, so you started. You working in there? Um, you guys get married. What is the first big hiccup of the marriage? Oh gosh, you sound like DJ Drama. Um, the first big hiccup in our marriage. You want you want you want fluff or you want real? No, I want the real man. I don't want to come. Nah, nah. I want like okay. I want because okay. I want. This is what I want. I want this stuff that people are sitting in right now, feeling like this is the end. And you guys are saying, and you guys are saying that it's nothing like you like, 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 okay. So for people who don't know, I've been married and I've, and and things when you go through marriage, especially when you're not dealing with people who are married couples in your age, like you think you're going through stuff and it's like the end of the world. And you're, right. and then you talk to people who are like way older, and they're like, "Man, that ain't nothing." I've been here, done that. Yeah, like it's, that yeah. ain't. Are you going just that? Like, okay, like yeah. I want the real stuff. I want if somebody's listening to this right now and they're like in this situation, I want you to be able to help them get out of that. I don't. Um, I well, can I say this? Yeah, go ahead. I'll say one thing here. It's our situation is unique because, uh, and maybe not necessarily as unique now but for us it was very unique at the time because of we were only 23 you were 23 i was 23 24 so we were babies getting married but there was a period in time during our dating where we broke up and in that breakup i became a mother at the age of 21 and so that did not work out and we um 
it's funny how we somehow rekindled back together. I rejected him and he, whatever. She dumped me. I told her if I had to do it all over again, I told her I would not date her. She was not the one. And I was sorry I wasted my time. But anyway, she called two weeks after dumping me, well, checking on me, Jared. I'm trying to. She I'm, called two weeks after dumping <laughs> me to check up on me. She calling me for it. You, you the one saying you ain't got nothing to do with it. The reason why I'm saying that, not to not to turn from your question, but the reason I'm saying that we came into the marriage already with some unique things, right? That we decided to accept. You know, to him as a man, he decided to. He fell in love with my daughter. I mean, he's been in her life since she was just a few months old, and like. It's just they just have been thick as you couldn't even tell that he wasn't her biological father. Yeah. That's how terrible. I, I mean, not listen. This is news to me. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Because and that's and for me that was something that was very important. I, I didn't want to be with anyone really at the time, but because they fell in love, um, it was a little bit easier for me. But all that being said, us coming right into the marriage because you're saying like anything happened in the beginning. We're taking on a whole human being with us, and we're only 23, 24 years old, and we're now living together. I'd never been outside. I'd never lived anywhere but my parents' house, and um, you had lived, you know, because you were you went you went away for school. But um, so just that for us was a huge thing, and a lot of our friends were super young, so it's like we didn't really we couldn't really relate to them. Because we were already doing like major adult stuff. Right. So I feel like that in general, just all of that, it was exciting at the same time, but it was a real quick reality at the same time as far as us having to take care of a whole human and learn about being married at the same time. Okay. So does that, is that kind of. Yeah. I, okay. I'm going to drill down. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I know he would. I was just I'm going to drill down a bit because it's a good overview. But one, I think one of the biggest hurdles that we had to overcome as a married couple was trying to figure out how do you handle like real responsibilities. I'm talking about like rent, car notes, yeah. insurance, childcare, school, like just just everything mm -hmm. that comes with it. Like it's, it's. I think people prepare for weddings mm -hmm. more than they prepare for a marriage, right. and so. For us, man, I can remember, I'm gonna tell the story. I can remember coming home one day and finding like a, the last notice you get before an eviction notice comes. Oh, wow. And I, I hit the ceiling, bro. Hit this, cause I'm just like, how did we even get here? Cause like, I, I guess just watching my parents, they had little arguments and they fussed about stuff. Money was the biggest thing. And I, so I, think, I think for me, I didn't bring a an adult mentality into an adult space mm. like i'm still thinking i'm in college trying not trying to relive those years but like yo it it, it was a real transition to get married at 24 turn 25 three days later and you're responsible for a wife a child and a household right and you're and you're not even you're still i guess you're wet behind the ears in that in that sense in terms of your career mm -hmm. trying to make stuff work like I've I've been I'm I'm grateful I've been able to build the right right connections make the right relationships to position me professionally which is good but that stuff didn't happen overnight and so while while I'm growing professionally I'm struggling personally because I'm in a space that I wasn't necessarily fully prepared for I knew I wanted to be there but there's a learning curve mm -hmm. and so what that I guess what that means for the for the person that's facing it 
right now, bro, like you've got to literally know, first of all, know the person that you're in a relationship with. Mm, it's very important. And I'm going to say that from the standpoint of I was in love with her at a distance, but being in love with her in marriage is a whole different mentality. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not just trusting her to look good, smell smell good, and be pretty because we're going out on a date. Now, now I need her to be my partner. I need her to, and she needs me to be wise, to be understanding, to be patient, to be loving, to be unconditional. Um, to I, I need we needed both of us to develop a set of tools to help us get over this hump. Because here's the thing, I'm looking back at it now because I'm in this reflective mode. We're coming up on 10 years. And while there may not have been many people that spoke negatively against us being together, I'm sure in the back of their minds, they were like, there's no way these two are going to last. Mm. Right. right. Okay. Whether they said it or not, at some point in time, that thought crossed their mind. Did, did you guys ever think that? No. That we wouldn't last? Yeah. Oh. Um, no. For me, no. I don't think that. I think there was times I was like, um, I can take it or leave it. Got you. Like, like this is what it is. This is what it is, yeah. Rob. You either take it or leave it. Yeah. And if you yeah. and if you leave, I'm going to just have to figure it out myself sort of thing. Figure it out. I, I was in that space in 2017 when we moved to Atlanta. We got here in 14, three years after we got here, just some stuff happened, bro. Like just, just outlandish things like money, money that just money going missing, um, a car getting repossessed, just issues with, with just, just different things. Um, and I'm, and I'm sitting there, I'm just like, God, I did not leave New Jersey to come down here and to face the same struggles that I had up top. Right. I came down because I wanted to create a different different future. Yeah. I promised her in 2005 that I was going to move her and Jayla to Atlanta and put them in a house. You promised this in 2005. Mm -hmm. Oh, you had the vision. Doc, that's all I got. Listen, I had no idea I was going to <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. I had no yeah. clue. I, I that Atlanta was the last place I was thinking about. Um, yeah. So you had the vision in 2005, and that, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that that like, I think that's something that I I've always just valued about you because obviously my relationship is closer with you than it is with Sam. Just that you've always had like this. I feel like a lot of my my boys did. And for some reason, I just didn't get, like, I didn't get that gene. Like, y'all just have, like, this, like, thing that y'all just look far down the, the, the scope. And, like, mm -hmm. that's what I want. And I'm just out here, like, I'm just going to do my best. Like, I'm just, <laughs> and how, however things go, just how things go. And, you know, I just, I have no idea. So I, that's, that's what's up. I say all that to say that's what's up. I wish I had that. Um... I think okay. you're a strategist though. Yeah. Definitely, but it's 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 more so like in the now. You know what I mean? Like it's not like like I'm I'm not like my my way of thinking is not it's not like location. It's not like details. It's okay. just like how is this going to affect this? How is this going to it's almost like e it's like emotional. 
Like, who's going to be negatively okay. impacted the least emotionally by this decision? Or how can Got I it. keep everybody's emotions stable and I'll just deal with my emotions? You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus, you know, an intellectual vision or something like that where I'm like, these next four years is going to be this and we're going to do this at this location. I'm mm-hmm. more so like, oh, okay. Oh, that's an opportunity right there. I'm going to pursue that to like, I, I just can't go anymore. Um, and then I'll figure out the next best option at that point. So I, like I said, I honor, like, I love the fact that like a lot of my boys, a lot of these people that are around me have that vision. I, I, I don't, but, um, all right. So you move down to Atlanta. This was, you said 2017, you start to have issues. What also, so when did, when did kingdom hustle was, when was kingdom hustle created? <laughs> so kingdom hustle showed up as a seed in 16. Okay, because I was like, I think this is around the same time now that we are. I think we're in yeah. that space now with Kingdom Hustle. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. I'm, 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 timeline in my brain. I'm Strategy. starting to start. Yeah, listen, Strategy. listen, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going, you know. All right. So, Kingdom Hustle, whose idea, or I guess I'm not even going to say whose idea because I, I, I don't think it's fair to have responsibility and things like that. How did you guys come to create Kingdom Hustle and what was the vision that you had in mind for it? Um, I'll start by saying it was God's idea. God's idea, because it it was literally it came out of a Bible study we were doing. A friend of mine planted a church in the city of Atlanta, and he was unable to teach Bible study on the second second Tuesday in December of 2016. He called me. Did Bible study for him, and we were teaching. It's during the Advent season, so we're teaching about the three wise men and how they go back home a different way to evade King Herod and just not end up getting in trouble. And so, to help make that that story realer, I painted the picture of Keisha Kaior and Gucci Man, in the sense that when Gucci went away, he gave Maine Maine. <laughs> when Gucci went away, uh, he gives Keisha Kaior $2 million, right? She has an option. There's an opportunity there. Either she can sit on it, squander it, or put it in the ground and watch it grow. When Gucci comes home, the 2000 became five or six. And in exchange for that, now Keisha has, all the, has uh, multiple streams of income. Gucci gives her a rock, a boulder. Ultimately, Keisha, had a, Keisha Kaior had a decision to either sit on it and flip it. She flips it. She hustled. Mm-hmm. And I followed that statement by saying this, who said you couldn't be in the kingdom and hustle? And when that was said, it was just kind of like, like a quiet hush that came over the room, uh, followed by a quick laughter. And I was just like, yo, I think we just said something there. I think we, I didn't, I had no idea what it was that I was saying, because mm-hmm. it wasn't in my notes. Holy Spirit just led us down this path to give this particular illustration. Didn't even think about it. Just kind of on the spot, gave it to us, ran with it. And I said, y'all need to tag me, tweet it and tag me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if I said anything about putting it on a T-shirt. Maybe I said put on a T-shirt. I don't, I don't remember that part. But I just said tweet it and tag me. I remember you saying tweet it Who tag said me. you couldn't be in the kingdom and hustle? It's actually on our, on our website as well. Right. Um, night, yeah, that, the night that it all began, it's just a quick clip of that actual that actual um that actual night yeah. and so uh, 16 16 was an interesting year because i was youth pastoring at a church here in atlanta and i resigned from there it was ministry has has been 
very interesting um, for us since coming to Atlanta. We learned a lot, connected with a lot of different people, but the experiences that that I thought I thought I would be in a different place, ministry wise. Okay. Um, and so Kingdom Hustle kind of came in, came as a. Um, I have, do I want to call it a, an obnoxious interruption? Yeah. I'll call it an, an, an obnoxious interruption mm -hmm. okay. because I thought I was going to work with an established church, um, go the youth pastor route, become an assistant pastor, and try to transition to senior pastoral role uh, full time and be able to leave Hilton. And here comes God with this this kingdom hustle, which sounds completely abstract, completely abstract. Um, in nature, because it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even, Jared, I didn't even feel comfortable putting the two words together, let alone saying it out loud for people to hear it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I came from a strong Baptist background. I was just like, Kingdom Hustle. Hustle just sounds like you're trying to get over on people. Right. Definitely does. Like, yeah, it it, it definitely it does. Uh, but 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 it 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 has a different meaning in this generation. It's funny how it's funny. It's funny how the word transformed. It's funny how words and things transform from generation to generation. Yes, because now there's like this positive, you know, positivity of, in regards to hustle, where you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you out here, you hit the ground running, you yeah. working hard, you on time, you you know, yes. working nonstop around the clock, you're an entrepreneur, things mm -hmm. like that. So, but you're right. There is this negative connotation with the word hustle, where it's like, you just you just hustle me, you just you just we, we just we, over on me. yeah we just we just you right. we, we just been playing pool and I've been kicking your butt and then all of a sudden when I go you go double for nothing and you just all of a sudden some pool shark, you hustle me yeah yeah, yeah. so I think that's where I was at because I was around so many so many older older folks man and i you know you pick up on 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 their spirit sometimes right and i'm like yo i can't be out here like this like this sounds bad it's <laughs> i can't, I can't <laughs> be so, out here listen, like this but i'm gonna I'm I'm give you the rest on it so that happened in december of 16 right mm -hmm. december of 16 that seeds planted and january of 17 hits and 17 is the year that all hell breaks loose it's very it's very godlike that after a major seed is planted, that stuff hits the fan the way it did. Right. So, I so, God it. so Go what? Ahead. What all happened in 2017? Because obviously, 2017, I look at both of y'all. I just, I just, I just say 2017, <laughs> and y'all's faces is like, oh, do we have to talk about it? Like, what happened in 2017? You don't have to go into all the details. Yeah, keep yeah. keep it keep it as comfortable as you'd like to keep it but obviously i can tell that that mountain was yeah. something that was very very difficult to get over and it's something that i think makes you guys better it's almost like when i say 2017 like <laughs> you guys immediately just look at each other <laughs> like it's, it's like 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 Who's going to take the lead on this one? <laughs> Two. What are we going to talk about? Three. Right. This was the this was that when I think about that year, I think about the other person, mm. and and yeah. what I like that year for me is 
the year that I became the closest to that person because we had to go through the most and I relied mostly on that person. So there's a couple things that I'm seeing when I look at you guys, which is why it's dope that I can see you guys on the podcast. I love that. And and I, I feel different emotions about that year. So what happened in 2017? And, and you guys can... Do I was going to ask you, what are you feeling? <laughs> it's... it's um, I feel, I mean, you, you said the repossession. So obviously money, you said money yeah. disappeared. There were things yeah. that were happening that were out of, things were out of control. Yes. Things were out of control and chaotic. And mm-hmm. you guys needed to be in a space where in order, it, it took both of you to to calm the storm. Where and and I don't and I don't think I don't I think that at some point in the year, I don't think at the beginning of the year you guys were thinking that way. I don't think and in, in January, February, March, you guys were like, oh, it's gonna take both of us to calm this storm. I think that Rob, who was an alpha male, was like, Sam, I got this. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna figure this out. And Sam was like, okay, I'm gonna let you do your thing, but I'm gonna still do my thing. A little bit. I'm going to try to figure it out, but unbeknownst to you. And then at some point, you guys realize that it's going to take both 100% participation to get yeah. through this storm and walk together. And and, and, and it's, it's not where, and sometimes you're going to have to drag me because I don't have anything left. And sometimes I want to drag you because you're not going to have anything left. So you want to step away and, and get no. Did you get her? I got it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, parenting. It's, parenting. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, a teenager who's, you know. It's all good. It's all whatever. love. Um, can I say one thing before we say something about 2017? I feel like if I can say this part, 2017, I think we were married seven years in 2017. Yep. Okay. So someone told us years ago, right, right when we first uh, moved in together, we were not married yet. We were engaged and we had the date that they were like, if you can get past. And I know I know this is probably whatever, but this is something that always stuck with me. They said, if you can get past seven years, you can get through anything. Because they said you're going to seven years. They said, they said, especially that seven year itch is going to be something. It's and a thing. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're going to have to choose to move forward or let it go. Someone literally told us that. And I was like, whatever. I'm like, la, 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 I'm in love. But, uh, (laughs) all right, hold on. All right. But, but that's, that's huge right there. So let me stop you. So, because this is, I, I think that this is what happens sometimes with advice and input. When things happen, you immediately put it against things that have been said and sometimes it magnifies the situation oh that's good so let i'll give you an example so like oh um if you if 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 your husband somebody tells you hey your husband starts you know working a little late or he starts doing something he's probably cheating on you right Hmm. and then all of a sudden unbeknownst to your husband he just starts working a little late he's got hey we gotta make a little bit more money but now he's up against some other input that you're now thinking in your head. So you're like, now you're like, 
I'm feeling away just because he's working late. Yeah. <laughs> because he's up against something yeah. that he doesn't know. And it's the same thing with women too. So I don't want the, I don't ever want to think that it's just one way. It's both ways. So when you hear certain things, it's like so was that a part if you think about it now, could that have been a part of magnifying anything where you're like, Oh man, this is that year that they've been talking about and this is this is it. Oh, or, maybe I never thought about it that way. No, keep going. Or 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 was it like, oh no, this this situation was this situation was crazy. Like this this situation, if this would have happened in year four, it would have been it. I no, think definitely that one. I think it. I think it was a coincidence that it happened in year seven. Okay. I feel like it's funny when you first get married. Uh, I'm only speaking. I can speak for the female perspective. Um, Especially with me, I was a baby of a large family. Um, I was used to being taken care of. And yes, you I feel like that's something that you should expect, whatever. But long story short, um, well, wait, I just lost my train of thought. Charles was going to be good, too. Anywho. Um, uh, 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 it's the Lord. Anywho, stop, your mouth. stop it. So anywho, no, I think when we got married, I was so excited. And I just wanted to keep him happy. Like he said, he was trying to figure out career and stuff like that. So I would tend to be, instead of saying, no, it's too much. No, I'm doing a lot of things like, you know, bills, cleaning, picking up, the, you know, the da- our daughter and all that kind of stuff. And I would just say, I'll, I'll do it. I got it. I got it. And I would take everything on, mm-hmm. everything to the point of, like being extremely overwhelmed, but I never wanted to put that burden on him. I was trying to carry that for him mm-hmm. for seven years. Got you. And oh, that's not helpful. So, so some of this was like, enough is enough. Right, but it wasn't even on purpose. It was just kind of like life put me in a wedge where it's like, look, we gonna, you gonna have to, you have to be, you, God literally exposed it because you know, it gets to the point where things are out of, out of your control. Mm-hmm. And and that's what he did. Um, but for me, that's really what it was on this end. If I can say as a female, we try to be superwoman. We try to, especially when you first get married, like, I'm going to cook for him. I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to do this for him. Because you wanted to be happy. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're being the wife, the good wife, the whatever. You know, the, what do you call it? Susie Homemaker. Mm-hmm. And so instead of me putting that pressure on him because I didn't like conflict and I still, that's one thing I don't like. I didn't necessarily want to bring that to him because I didn't want to have conflict. I just wanted to be happy. Gotcha. Come home from work. I want to make sure he had his food. I want to make sure, you know, and so I always, I always kept trying to take on everything. Okay. And there comes a point in time where you can't do that. You can't, you are not superwoman. You are not Superman. It is a partnership. You know, we're not roommates. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so I think, I think 2017 wasn't a coincidence. It was more of a buildup. It was more of God's like, look, y'all ain't learning yet. Let me go ahead and smack you in the face. Got you. So we can get this thing right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So by that, so by the end of 2017 was everything Mm -hmm. kind of calibrated. I would definitely say it was, uh, what would you say? What do you mean by calibrated? Like, was everything like okay? We're 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 back into a good place. We've overcome. We're we're on our way down the mountain. We were turning the corner. We were turning the corner. You know, it's funny what we both said to each other. We said, 
because we had to have like we had to have hard conversations and it wasn't anything of infidelity it was more of just responsibilities as far as like finance you got to talk about it talk about it it was not infidelity okay because i have <laughs> you out here talking you don't have out here thinking of thing okay oh y'all wasn't but, y'all, there was no entanglements there was no, no entanglement was, there were no entanglements in 2017 you know what it we're was? not focused on august and july oh yeah. man I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you got, you got, you guys ain't been through nothing. <laughs> it, was, it was more of finances and learning how to speak to each other, communication, communication which is mm. so huge. And I, again, I didn't want to like ever worry him, even when I was like to the point worried of like with my health acting up, like I was suffering very bad migraines. I was going to the doctor, and they're like. There's things in your brain. Are you stressed? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm still trying to convince myself that I'm fine. And I'm really not fine. But um, I think I think it forces us to have very, very hard conversations. And we both said to each other in our seventh year of marriage, at least right before we right before eight years of marriage, we said we officially are learning what it is to be married after seven years. Yeah, yeah I think that um, I think that. I think that's really what happens by this by the seven year mark is Uh that you you're going to be in a situation where that person or you is going to put yourself in a situation where it's going to take marriage like like it's going to really test the marriage, but it's going to test the marriage because you're going to have to really be married. Right. Like you there's a lot of things, especially with young couples where you can still kind of do things like you're single. Like, mm. but then at some point you're going to get to a place where it's like, oh no, we got to do some big boy, big girl stuff. And right. it's going to take like marriage level commitment from both people yeah. to, mm-hmm. um, and participation. Cause commitment is one thing, but participation is a totally different thing. I, mean, Man, I need, I need you to, part- I need you it's to participate. Um, yeah. And then, like you guys, you, I mean, it's huge that you guys just said this, and I think that this is something that is missed a lot: is communication. Like communication is literally a killer, or or lack thereof, a killer of just relationships. Yeah. Facts. Where you just say something the wrong way, or you whatever, or, and and then you don't like own it in a way that communicates that you're actually apologetic about it it's sure. it's super important okay so 20 so 2018 when i guess when does this shift okay so in 2017 was there any focus on kingdom hustle at all or was was the things that were coming up like more like just okay we need to we need to shelve kingdom hustle for right now and focus on this stuff bro yeah. well, so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you um Kingdom Hustle did not pop, pop back up until Father's Day of 17. Okay. I spent the first six months of the year trying to figure out, just like you said, how do I put the pieces back together in my family? Like my marriage. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think my biggest ta- – let me go back to piggyback off what, what Sam was just saying. I think my biggest challenge was people knowing more about my home, my household, than I did. People meeting my family. Yes. Instead of me going to Correct. my Correct. husband, who I should be talking to, but I was too afraid to say anything to, I was going to those people who raised me because it was my comfort zone. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that that's just the communication. But let's to go back to what you're saying. Uh, Father's Day. So, the, obviously, the vision, the seed is out there. And it's Father's Day. It comes around. And I'm not even thinking about Kingdom Hearts at this point because it's just an abstract thought. Well, Sam partners with the, the friend of ours that um, opened the door for that Bible study to take place. Mm-hmm. And there were some preliminary designs that I had uh, got made, a logo uh, for a T-shirt and a hat. And so she, somehow she gets it and goes to a T-shirt uh, print shop and gets two shirts printed up, one one black shirt, one white shirt, and a embroidered hat. And so she gives that to me for Father's Day. And what she says when she gives it to me, she's like, I don't want you to not work this. I don't want you to not – I don't want you to forget about Kingdom Hustle. Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't know – like, I have no idea what it's supposed to be, but I just think it's something that you're supposed to be working on. And so that was my gift, along with some gummy bears. Hey. Um, favorite. Gummy bears yeah, gummy favorite. bears are my favorite. Uh, for, for Father's Day of 2017. <laughs> and so, you know, I started wearing the hat, wearing the T-shirt, um, the logo I'm that's sure on. I'm sure that he cried. He, he's like, make, he just makes it like it's nothing. It was because there was there was a lot that went into that. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not even Jared. I'm not even thinking about pushing this thing because I'm like it's it's weird. It's abstract. I don't feel comfortable putting the two words together. I don't really know how to explain it to people. It's just it just is mm-hmm. just a thing at that point. Um, but her 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 willingness and her drive, her determination, um, shined brightly on that day to to be a reminder of what God had said six months prior. So let's fast forward later into 17. I'm coming back from a business trip. I think it's October or November. Fly back home on a on a Friday and I'm like, Sam, I said, I'm not really feeling, you know, the logo that we did a few months ago. Let's do Yeah. Let's it was a little busy. It was a little busy. Let's do something different. And so we sat outside of a T shirt shop in Atlanta and came up with the the block logo, Kingdom Hustle, like all straight across the original stuff. You got one piece, yep. uh, one of the pieces there. And so we sat outside. We were like, "Yo, I guess this is it. Looks good. Feels feel good. Feel good about it." So we go into the t-shirt shop and get four different items made up: um, hoodie, hoodie for me, hoodie for Sam, pullover for Jayla, t-shirt for you. And then Jayla had like a pullover. RJ had a hoodie, I think, or a t-shirt, whatever it was. All of us had it. Spent a hundred bucks, got that, and the same friend that gave us the opportunity to come and teach Bible study was dropping a a single release. Okay. In December of seventeen, he's just like, "Yo, whatever T-shirt you got, bring them to bring them to the um okay. bring them to the event. I'm gonna have a table out there. It's gonna be you and two other vendors. Y'all come through, get what you know, sell whatever you can." Jared, we didn't have a shirt made up. The only four shirts that existed were the four shirts that belonged to the people in my home. Right. So we, so we quickly were just like, all right, how do we do it? Like, now we're in the space of like, oh, my God, now we have to create. Now I got to spend more money. Mind you, I'm already in a place where I lost money. Now you're asking me to spend money on something that I'm not even sure I'm comfortable with. Right. And so that happens. We go ahead, make the investment, get the T-shirts. I throw one hoodie in there just because I was just like, it's the winter time. <laughs> You know, whatever. Right. So the night we roll up, um, it was a cluster, man, because Sam was singing singing uh, background that night, and it's all on me to figure out, like, arranging the table, set up, 
I'm going to FedEx, getting a, a price sheet on stuff. I'm just like, oh my God, all this, I'm just figuring it out on the go. Scary, yeah. Then I leave my jeans at home. I'm in Atlanta. We live in Lawrenceville at the time. At the time. I got to run to Walmart and try on some super tight, skinny jeans that I can't breathe in. I make it back, <laughs> set the table up. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm just so tired. Intermission happens that night, and um, they were reading off the different businesses that were there. And so that night, we had Jalen RJ um, just quickly run up to this, run up on stage and just model what they had on. Mind you, there's no marketing, no promotion, no advertising. I have no IG. There are no business cards. The business is literally existing on a T-shirt, yep. piece of fabric. Gotcha. That's it. So at the end of the show, um, they open it up for, for people to stop by the vendor table and, you know, purchase, support, do whatever they're going to do. Now, nobody knows, nobody knows us from a can of paint this night. I say that to say this. What we invested, we made, and then some in less than an hour. Wow. Less than an hour. And when I when that happened, I was just like, yo, God, this is crazy. Like, nobody knows anything about it. The The mission at the time has, has morphed tremendously since then. The mission then was to uh, be a bridge that connects generations, cultures, oh, and communities. No. Yeah. Okay. Helpful. But right. and people went went crazy for it. They're like, "Yo, I love what you're doing." I think it was the cute little kids. It's I mean, the cute little business kid, kid, kids. Kids sell stuff, man. Kids, kids sell. That's sad, yeah. man. It's sad you pimped out. You you hustled your kids, man. You hustled your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're creating a legacy. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you call pimping your kids. I call creating a you legacy. Hustled they your kids out, man. Boy, they got it on their keep. So so, um, God, that happens, and I'm just like. Yo, this this thing could have some traction just just from the from the from the immediate success of it. Mm-hmm. It just felt like it had had some weight to it. Um, but I believe after that, after that, after what we had gone through in seventeen, getting to the end of seventeen, and seeing that we had to work together the last quarter of the year to figure out what this is going to be, what it looks like, mm-hmm. I felt then that was God's way of mending our marriage back together. Gotcha. Like, here, here's the reward for making making it over this mountain. Gotcha. Now I'm giving you this idea. You don't know about it. I literally gave it to you in seed form. But the reality is you're going to have to stay connected as much as you are to me, to each other, to make it work. Gotcha. And I feel like I feel like shout shout out to Sam. I just want to shout out to Sam real quick. She she she. I feel like she one of them type of people that be like, all right, I, I see what you got going on. But let's get back to this now. <laughs> like she, I, all right. I, I feel, I feel everything you just said, everything you just felt, all the tears you just wept. I got you. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. Let's get back to this now. <laughs> like she's a very yeah. good like. We gonna keep you focused on focus on, on this. Um, she's been doing that recently. I don't. I don't want to jump in. But go ahead. She. She's. She. She is. I'm not gonna get deep and be like she's everything I ever wanted. But she's dope. My wife is dope. My wife is dope in in the sense that what I've gone through ministry-wise in terms of leadership um, here in the city of of Atlanta and just dealing with different different leaders, it's enough to make you not want to be bothered with church ever again. I I, I mean, we're not going to go into it tonight, but there, there, there are enough things that have happened 
for me to be like, yo, I am fed up. I'm good. God knows where I live. I know where he is. Right. We can talk. Gotcha. Um, but she, but she won't allow me, and I'm thankful. She's a consistent reminder of Rob. You've been silent for too long. I'm gonna need you to talk. She, I'm telling you, man, she be. She, I could tell. I can just tell just how the stories is going, man. She keep you focused, yeah. man. Hey, listen. She's real MVP. This bro. what you. This what you need to be doing, man. Listen, I see. I, I feel you, but you need to be doing this yeah. over here. All right. So, yeah. 2019. Was it 2019? Yeah, 2019. We connect. Or it was late 2018. Either late mm-hmm. 2018 or no, it was 2019. Because you you bumped into Vic some sometime in 2019, and I was like, oh, I, I wouldn't have known where you were in 2018. Um, oh, like, he right downstairs. <laughs> um, right behind you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> so um, so at any rate, so 2019 happens. You're like, you know, obviously you're still at Hilton Heavy. And we start yeah. having conversations and we start really like brainstorming and things like that about what's next, right? And you, you're talking about it and, and you're coming up with ideas and you and Sam come up with ideas. I think that at that point, one of the things you said was like, like Sam was like really designing the heck out of these shirts. Um, and that, uh, shout out to you, Sam, I'm trying to give you some, some, some kudos, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that you were trying to figure out which way to steer the vision and ministry and things like that um and just grow like the instagram which i see y'all instagram popping now i feel you i see what y'all are doing um yeah man um so so tell me i guess tell me about just in in i guess at a very high level 2019 for you guys uh 2019 was about pouring the concrete into create a foundation. Okay. 17 was, yo, let's figure out a way to get these shirts on the table. 18 became, okay, shirts are on the table. Let's figure out how do we, how do we make this? How do we repeat this process? Mm -hmm. What's the most efficient way to do it? Mm -hmm. And while we're doing that, what's the vision? Because we can't just be out here just slinging t-shirts because that, that doesn't differentiate you. Um, and also it wasn't authentic to who I hate to use that word, but I will use it. It wasn't authentic to to the call that was on on my life and the reason for why we're connected in this this relationship. So I, I needed I needed to had I needed to have some weight to what it was that we were doing. Okay. And so I wanted there to be um, I wanted foundation to be solid. And I also wanted to to be able to create something that would that would outlive myself. Okay, got you. And then, so now in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. what is next for Kingdom Hustle? <laughs> Slide up in. Hey. What's happening here? What's next? Uh, there, there is, there is. I hate saying there's so much. There is so much, Jared. Tell me, tell me, sir. There, there, there's so much. Um, so there, there's different arms to it, right? We do, we do the apparel. Uh, we offer that. I think our our hope, not I think our hope, is to provide more value to others than they could ever give back to us. 
and 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 let's talk about let's talk about the apparel real quick because I think that yeah. I think that there's a thing that we kind of we didn't even we didn't even touch on is the fact that you guys now do all do you still do all of the printing and stuff yourselves? At this time, yeah. Okay, so you guys, yeah, I, think, I think we do we do about ninety percent of like, the work. That's that's huge. So you guys going back into like investing in yourselves for people mm-hmm. who are listening, going back into investing in yourselves. Yes. They went out and bought machinery and equipment to yep. print these t-shirts and hats mm-hmm. and and apparel themselves. Yeah. So you can do it. They did not hit the lottery. They were very disciplined. They saved some money and they mm-hmm. did what they needed to do. I just want to make sure that that's clear. They are packing the bags. They are printing and packing the packages and writing letters they're writing letters mm-hmm. they send in invoices they're printing invoices in the bags and they're sending them out themselves i just i just because that's huge like because that's something that nobody else really is doing and i think that adds a lot of texture and flavor to what it is that you guys do um and it shows the the level of commitment and passion that you guys have because that's not fun. Fulfillment is not fun. Yeah. It's 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 almost like it's almost like bittersweet, right? Like, yes, we got a t-shirt sale. Ah, yeah. we got <laughs> last night until about two thirty. Yeah, talk yeah. about it real quick, because I think that 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 for entrepreneurs is the part that nobody talks about. Like we talk Got about it. the freedom, we talk about oh yeah, we out here hustling. We don't know, we don't really talk about what that means. That means staying up till two o'clock in the morning, printing a shirt, mm-hmm. writing a letter, mm-hmm. printing a label, yep. printing an invoice, mm-hmm. taping it up, yeah, and pat and getting it ready to go out through next day. Right. That to me is, like I said, for Kingdom Hustle, that's that is unique in and of itself. Where you guys are a two a, a two to four man team that are doing that right out of your yeah. house, um, so so I salute you guys for that. Um, and I, I'm sorry, I, I wanted to just shine light on that because I think like us once again that adds a lot of character to you guys. Um, but keep going. So what what's next in 2020? I'm sorry. I know you're fine. You're fine. Um, creating creating opportunities to partner within the local community is what we're working towards now okay um being able to, to offer additional value and i not i think i am i am sure that the context that we are in now is going to propel kingdom hustle to a place where it becomes a recognizable name um there are some things that some people that we're working with now that that we're trying to um trying to close the gap with online education because that's going to be the reality for the next six seven eight nine months um until we can figure out what what this you know what's going on with the coronavirus right and so being able to address those needs that that's the piece what that i'm saying that we want to be able to provide more value than anything we can put on somebody's back if we can we can sow a seed here then you'll easily throw this on because we we address your mental need your spiritual need your mental capacity we address that and so after we if you if you if you give a man food He'll listen to you, but if you don't feed them, if you don't address their need, there's no reason for them to stop and listen to what you have to say. Uh, And so for us, 
that's where the ministry piece comes in, that God's given us a platform to not just have the power to stand up behind a podium or a pulpit and proclaim, but to actually be out here and be an extension of the kingdom of God and be able to, to build relationships, build partnerships, and to leverage resources to help people that need it most. Um, so being able to do it through apparel, right? Being able to do it through media. And then there's a, that's, and the third piece is the, the philanthropies, the philanthropic, there we go, philanthropic piece um, that we're literally building a fund or a foundation that's going to help be the extension for people in the Atlanta community as far as education. Um, I think it's really important because I've got two little humans upstairs that are that are depending on on Sam and myself to create an envi environment for them that allows them to succeed. And I know if we're doing that for our two humans upstairs, our two kids, that there are parents all throughout this city that are looking for the same type of support, same type of network, same type of level of resource. And so for us, it goes far beyond the ability to exegete a text or create a worship experience or create a t-shirt. It's no, we, we want to address the human need and then we can do all those other things. If you hit that need first, it opens up everything. Um, you see, he touched a little bit on that. What's up? Leading after that next, as far as the worship experience. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, so, the, and that's the, that's the thing too being able to um, create a sense of community through church. I mean, I, that's 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 our background as right. well. Right. So that that's a piece, that's what we're working towards as well. I've got um, some conversations that are going on now in terms of what that looks like, especially in this online space. Mm -hmm. It's really a, an apropos time to get out and uh, and get after that. Yeah. in a in an effective kind of way without having to be like yo i need this hotel room on sunday and this that and third you can really do it at a low cost um i think long term besides that i really really have a passion for sports as well mm -hmm. um we've got a passion for sports i think it it i've got a passion for sports <laughs> <laughs> i've got a passion for sports so being able to to partner with different different youth programs athletic programs um just coming alongside them and eventually getting to a to a, a space where you're doing athlete representation as well through wow. kingdom hustle okay yeah so it's it's a lot now that's just me right. that's that's right. just that's just me sam's a whole like mini light-skinned oprah on her, on her side in terms of fashion and wisdom sam, sam is literally the secret the secret sauce uh to all of this um besides the holy spirit which we love and cherish so much um, but that that's where we're going. I mean, fashion, being able to to pour back into people, I think is is the thing is is our biggest differentiating factor mm -hmm. is the fact that we have the brand that we're building has a voice. Right. We want to be more than just apparel, more than just a T-shirt, more than. Yeah, I think I think for us, we want to come alongside people where they are, mm -hmm. not judge them, not condemn them. Let's walk. Let's walk together. Let's talk. Let's reason together. And let's see where we end up. So, Sam, let me ask you this. Has there been one moment for Kingdom Hustle where you're like, this is this has been this was my favorite moment since we've been doing this? My goodness. That's a great question, because I don't know the answer. I don't. Uh, OK. 
You know what? Um, it's hard for me to choose just one. I'd say like one that first popped in my mind is we went for the first time to a, a place where people didn't know us. Like, well, not the first time, but we went to the AUC. Mm-hmm. We went there. Spelman. Spelman, uh, Morehouse and Clark Atlanta. And um, we, as oh. a family, went, yeah, Market Friday, sorry. We went there as a family. And I think that's one thing for me. I love a Kingdom Hustle. We are a family unit. But just to see other people that we've never met, young people, um, and just out there, just literally like they're asking us about Kingdom Hustle and we're just sharing our heart. And just to see people be receptive to it and be like, man, that's dope. Like you have your kids out here. And like, you know, for me, that was like such a proud moment as a mom. Um, just because I was like, wow, this is what, like I am, I'm not messing my kids up completely. That's always a prayer. Like I don't think they have too much therapy with my age, you know? So for me, that was like a really big, <laughs> for me, that was like the smile moment there um, just to see that. Because a lot of times, like you said, the hustle and bustle of, uh, production and just trying to make sure everybody's getting stuff out and I don't want people to wait so I'm always like you know I'm just a get it done kind of girl um, and so just to sit back and just see the fruits of it a little bit and see people like react to it for me it was, it was, it was you know when I smiled like wow this is okay I love it I love it um, Rob I'm going to ask you the same question mm. <laughs> you're trying you tried it I'm so full uh <laughs> I think I think for me is when when the kids started getting involved. Okay. When the kids started getting involved, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying for the sake of like smiling for a photo, but like no, I guess that's part of it, right? Getting yeah. yeah. I'm big on this. I've become recently big on the fact that I I really I've got to figure out how do I create more than I consume. And so I challenge challenge the kids every day. What did you create today? I said because you're because of the way our lives are set up, we're connected to our phones, technology, social media, and we're constantly consuming content. Mm-hmm. And the reason why there are people out here that are winning that are that are in your face all the time is because they've got the formula. They figured out I need to create way more than I consume, mm-hmm. and if I can create where the way more than I consume at a at a high level or valuable level. Right that gives people value, then I'll be able to to navigate and narrate my own life, but also be able to help inspire others. So each day um, I will challenge them. And I think it was a good six months before, maybe a year to be honest with you, before things started to kind of formulate into, okay, I need to start thinking differently. Mm. And recently, like in the last week or so, Jayla has just picked up on the whole entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. He's got a babysitting business. Uh, there's she's a, licensed. She's licensed as well. <laughs> uh, and she's got a nonprofit uh, arm that she's looking to create um, to help. What is it? She's going to sell uh, lemon meringue pies. She's going to take my, my long story short, my grandmother passed away of breast cancer. You better tell the story. Yes. I'm making it quick. But, you know, her and as well as my honest as well um, but it's something that really stuck with Jayla uh, she really loves her Gigi she loves my aunt, aunt and and we all you know with especially with the African-American community we all tend to gravitate towards the food the soul food and so I actually got my grandmother's went through her original recipes and took pictures of them 
And so she actually wants to take like some of the desserts that are like, you know, she's well known in Cleveland for her desserts, my grandmother was. Um, and she wants to take them and she actually wants to sell them and uh, and let the proceeds go to uh, women who, I guess, homeless women, homeless women mm-hmm. uh, so they can get mammograms. Wow. Wow. And she can do on her own. And, and so I just thought that, I mean, was so powerful. But that's the kind of things that she's thinking of just mm-hmm. watching her parents, you right. know, tireless nights up. And you know what I'm saying? So I think um, that's what he's referring to. So yeah. it's, it's, as a parent, especially as a young parent and, you know, they, they especially Jayla, she has grown up with us. You know, and so for her to see where we came from to where we are now and to see that it's kind of like it's sprinkling, those seeds are being implanted in her and she's wanting to do things is is pretty powerful. That's and awesome. it makes you want to keep, you know, keep going. It's a tearjerker, Jared. It is, man. It is. Right. I, I, my, my eyes got watery when she when she literally walked through and, and explained what it was and the objective behind it. And she said it like it was like yeah. somebody tattooed it on her heart. And I was just like, that's it. Yeah. Whatever we need to do, we'll figure that out. But that's it. Right. At 13. Yeah. Yeah. I think for us, I want to, we want to get, not I, we want to give our kids um, what our parents didn't give us and what we wish we had earlier. Right. Okay. I got you. Right. I got you. Um, yeah. I got, I got, I got one more question for both of you before we start the game. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'll start with okay. Sam again, ladies first. Praise the Lord. What is your favorite thing about Robert? Oh my. Okay. Please, it's a it's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep it keep it keep it PG. No, actually, you know what? I, I it's not. <laughs> it's not. I, I, it asked me when I upload. Is it explicit? I, at that point, I can choose yes or no. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! But there are, but there but it is live. It is live. But it is okay, live. So I'm going to be very appropriate. Um, there, there are quite a few things I love about him. Even though uh, he does get on my nerves sometimes, um, I will say that. One thing I think that um, I really love about him is his drive. Okay. Um, that for me, um, when I when I saw that in our dating, I think that's one reason why I broke up with him first. Because I was like, oh, he's always pushing me. Oh my gosh, like he wants to do great. And I wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to be complacent. And so um, for me, that's something I always really admired about him. Um, and that would be the first thing that came to mind when you asked. All right. Rob, I'm ask you the same thing, man. What's your What's your favorite thing about your wife, man? Her determination. I love it. She yeah. looks, she looks shy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. He's rough. He's he's rough, Jared. He's he's a rough boss. Oh, I've, been, I've been fired several times from Kingdom Hustle. Dang, come on, man. Keep, talk about that publicly. He, that was that was that's he, he, he keeps people. bringing you back. <laughs> he's like, you know what? Yesterday I was tripping. <laughs> I don't know what I'll say. Jared is usually within the hour. <laughs> right. I got I got fifteen orders. I can't print these things. <laughs> right. I can't do this by myself. What was I thinking? <laughs> you know. You know. You gonna do you gonna do this? 
Yeah. You know, it's cheaper if you do it. <laughs> right. I didn't mean it. Right. I mean, you fired from King of Husband. We still got a bit. We got the same bank right. account. <laughs> All right. So yeah. now we're going to play a game. Um, I got eight questions for you guys. Okay. I want you guys to point in the direction of who the person is. Oh, to who okay. that to, to the question so you it, sh- it should be immediate it shouldn't be something that you guys are thinking about all right if, it, if it's you do you point at yourself no no no. it won't be me because this is just between you two that has nothing oh no, no yeah no, yeah I'm yeah gonna, yeah you you either, go, you either go this or you or you point to the other person yeah, okay okay all right okay. no 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 i'm not pointing at you yes, yeah yeah yes. all right i'm, I'm like it's all about me um <laughs> <laughs> all right so who's better at cooking <laughs> she is. She didn't. Did, did, she, that did she, she move? Is. She hasn't moved yet. Oh, all right. I'm like, dag on. Did she, did she not know? Um, who's better? Who's better with the kids? All right. Who has better music taste? Ooh. We love music. Yeah, can we do that? <laughs> can we do that? <laughs> all right. All right. Um, yes, I like that. Uh, I, we already talked about it, but who comes up with the shirt ideas? Ooh, ooh, it'll be quick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's Sarah, though. Yeah. Right. It's Sarah. Um, she usually picks the ones that are really good. Mine don't really aren't that really that effective. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Who has the higher IQ? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better be safe. <laughs> Wise man. Oh man. All right. So this this is this is. So we talk about IQ. Who has the better EQ? What is what is the EQ? Emotional quotient. So who 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 has better? Who can better sense emotion? And who's more careful oh. with it? Yeah. Okay. Who has more? more pa- who has more patience? Last question. <laughs> Who wears the pants? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hesitation. Oh man, you, you listen. You strong man. I like that man. I respect it. I put, put some better. Put some respect on his name. Um, are we finish or are we done? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, we, we. Thank you guys so much for being on the show today. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you for having us. Um, yeah. Nah, pleasure. Pleasure was all mine. Um, for the for the listeners of people who are watching it today, uh, they, sorry for the the hiccup. It was some some technical issues, but um, we got through it. Um, is there anything? Um, also, look, hold on. Let's let's talk about the shirts real quick. You know what I'm saying? I got this show. Oh, off okay. My. I mean, if you want to do sure. it, there you go. Know just, just... Okay. What Jared has on right now is oh. the Jesus of everything. Yes, Jesus. One of our most popular fits. Yes. 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 And, uh, at the bottom, there is a, a Kingdom Hustle on the uh, signature logo at the bottom. Yes. Uh, because it's important to, you know, <laughs> highlight details. My shorts are wild, so I'm not going to stand up again. <laughs> I'm wearing a new one of our newer collections, and it's He's God to Me. Love it. Love it. Thank you. We got the classic black and white straight, straight logo. Yes, we changed Kingdom it. Kingdom Hustle. Well, you can find all these online at www.kingdom-hustle.com. And uh, show the show the hat too. Show the hat too, Rob. 
Oh man, so listen, I got this is our, our Jesus of Everything snapback. Uh this is a prototype. I've actually got uh some more hats coming that we're about to drop in the next couple of weeks, probably early August. Uh we we're gonna we're gonna drop the snapback. So we've been playing with it. The dad hats are out there, pass me that one right there. Uh dad hats, we got this in royal blue, as you can see on the back. There you go. And then also uh, there you go. Uh, do that for the people. Oh, nice. And we also nice. have this in black. Nice. Yeah. I mean, but there, there's a whole collection of t-shirts, inspirational t-shirts. Hey, yeah. Can we talk about y'all's t-shirts? Because I don't, I love the t-shirt that I just got. Is I wore it already, so I couldn't wear that one tonight. I was kind of upset. <laughs> I was like, I do plan this wrong, Jerry. I've been, what, I've been, I was planning on washing it all day, and like life just kept not allowing me to do it. Um, okay. But at any rate, the way that y'all stuff fits me is like perfect yeah look at that like hey i have to give him credit on that because i was just trying to get shirts done and he started to because he we had worn this like the regular shorts that we had previously started off with and he was like i am sweating to death in these shirts you're at disney yes disney and okay. it felt like a desert before disney we had started to like venture a little bit he he would get different brands and he was like sam i'm dying in this shirt if i'm dying imagine all these people who are buying our shirts they're gonna be dying. And so he actually did more research and started learning about uh, the count of the polyester and the cotton and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's been, you know, it's really been a blessing. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something right now. That's one of my favorite shirts right now. It's so comfortable and so it just fit me so right. And I'm not yeah. saying, I'm listen, I'm not, I'm not saying this because we're on the pod. I'm being dead <laughs> serious. Like, go we ahead, get you a shirt. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't pay me for this ad. Um, <laughs> but no, for real. Like me and uh, me and my wife Chelsea were talking about it, and she was. I was just like, I just love the way that they fits on you. And I was like, yeah, the fit on this thing is like so. Uh, it's so, official. Yeah, yeah. Ew. It's it's and in the and in the blue, the royal blue. Oh man, it's <laughs> always been like my favorite color. That blue is everything. Man, listen. So and we have some new other things coming out too. Can we tell them? Yeah. Yes. Please, please. Oh. Out. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Some leggings and ladies. I since we are staying in the house, um, I am. I like to have my phone on me. So we found leggings for the ladies that actually you can put your phone in the pocket, uh, so you can, you know. So just you know, watch out. This should drop next week. Okay. Next week it'll come also, out. I saw the um the uh, I want to say it was the all is well, um the tie dye and that was hard too. Yeah, listen, man, y'all go over there, head to their website. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> some... it's and a dog. Yeah, they. Yeah. Dog's birthday fun fact: she's ten years old. Man, Her they, name they, is Hope. They got some. They got some dope stuff on their website. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. We gotta talk. We gonna, we, gonna, we gonna talk more offline. But um, thank you once again. <laughs> thank you guys for, for being thank on the you. podcast today. It was a lot of fun. Um, getting to know you more, Sam. Um, Rob getting to know more things about you that he did not know, and uh, and uh, even even I mean he didn't even know that. I mean the the original story of the the, the first one of right. y'all kid. So many exclusives today. Um, so um. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you guys have been listening to the Jared Wright Podcast. We guys, we will see you next time. Y'all take care.